0: hello and welcome to the star power cast the definitive podcast for the game of star power baseball a game for generations where your fantasy baseball comes to life on the tabletop we'll also discuss the history of baseball and just the present state of the game itself i'm Trovo, the baseball nerd and i'm joined as always by my co-host cincinnati dennis we hope you all enjoy the show Hello, everybody. My name is Jen Trovo, the baseball nerd, and I'm joined with, as always, by my co-host,
1: Cincinnati Dennis. Hey, guys. How are we doing?
0: Hey, this is Star Power Cast, and our goal for this podcast is to talk about our game that we have created and put out to the public, and we also talk about the current state of the game itself. It's been a while since we've talked to the people in recent months. Do you think I guess? they missed us? I
1: you know I missed us. For the seven of
0: you that missed us. <laughs> um, thank you. Keep and them
1: cards and letters coming in.
0: You keep us alive here at the Star yes, Captain. That's yeah. great. So uh, it's been like I said, it's been a while since our last episode, I think beginning of August, and a lot has happened. We're in the midst of a postseason race coming up, an MLB. We're gonna talk about that a little bit today. Uh, we're gonna have a special guest. As well, our second special guest ever on the show, ever, ever, ever. Right? Shout out to Gabriel, our first one, um, and shout out to our supposedly second guest who failed. Ghost right? guest, uh, ghost guest, because I failed to, I failed on my end for the equipment, uh, Sean out there since our St. Louis, St. Louis, Sean.
1: I imagine he's partying right now. <laughs> Sixteen in a row. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Uh, after we open some cards with our special guest, then we are going to talk about the hit and run strategy disc. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cause uh, a lot of people might have some questions or queries about that, how that disc works. Especially
1: we- since they watched the last Facebook live and they saw me using that in a number of different ways. Right.
0: Right. And then, uh, we're going to go, I'm going to kind of switching up the order here. We're going to go the state of the game uh, fourth in our podcast. And finally, after that, we're going to talk about the month of October star power challenge. It's our, it's, it's our biggest month of the
1: year, the biggest challenge ever. And it's already got people already signed up for yeah. it.
0: And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be packed with new teams, uh, that are going to be the top four teams this year. We're going to talk about that. We'll now. get into that. All right. So let's move on. Today. We have a very special guest with us. Um, this person is very, important to me and the whole entire Star Power family, um, his name is none other than Remington Holden Collier. Remington, how you doing, buddy?
2: Good.
0: You're good. So uh, how old are you? Eight. You're eight years old? Yeah. Yeah. Did you just start playing baseball this year? Uh, no, I played last year. Oh, you played last year too. So you're a veteran now at this point then, right?
2: Uh, kind of not because I had a broken arm.
0: Oh, that's right. You had a broken arm during the season. Yeah. So... You are here today with us, and I just want to let the public know this is one of my kids. Yeah, <laughs> and he's here with us today to open a pack of cards. Is that right, Remy? Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't know who's in this pack, and so we're gonna let him open the pack and run through the players that are in that pack, and you're gonna name off their names as best as you can, right? Okay. And then we're gonna talk about who you think might be the best ones in that pack. Okay. Okay. May, when you when make sure you're talking the mic. Got it. Okay. All right, so open up that pack, Ram. Oh, there we go. We hear the sound of the rip going. He's pulling it back. That tape. Oh, look at that. Just take it off there, bud. Rip it oh, off. take him out. There we go.
1: Rip it. Uh, it's like opening
0: that. a Christmas present. Yeah. All right. Oh, look at that. I see some colors on the backs there. Ooh, is that a glossy card? I see a glossy card. All right, Remy. Uh, tell us who's that first player you got. Jim. Right here, speaking into the
2: microphone.
0: Jim Gillian. Jim Gilliam. That's a nice middle infielder to take with you.
2: Josh Josh Donaldson.
0: That's a former MVP right there, son.
2: <laughs> uh, Stan Musial.
0: You got a Stan Musial card? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. He's one of the greatest Cardinals that ever played. That's amazing.
2: Uh, Kevin Brown.
0: Kevin Brown. Solid pitcher there.
2: Starve Garvey?
0: Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey? He's got super hairy arms. (laughs) All right, who's the next guy?
2: Chili Davis. Oh, his
0: name's Chili, like the food. Uh Uh-huh. You got a Chili Davis? All right, who's next?
2: Uh C.J. Wilson.
0: C.J. Wilson. He was on a Texas Rangers team that was really, really good for a couple of years. Who'd you get next?
2: Hank Aaron.
0: (gasps) Wait, I'm sorry. Will you say that again?
2: Hank Aaron.
0: You got a, Have you heard of Hank Aaron before? No. You've never heard of Hank Aaron before? No. That's going to be one of the best cards you ever use. Right there. Hank Aaron. I'm telling you. Okay.
2: Randy Johnson.
0: You got a Randy Johnson card? Yeah. Is his hair super long in there? Can you see his big hair? Yeah. Yeah. Is he super tall? Mm, yeah. What's the big letter on top of the card there? Uh, K. Yeah. Is it a big K?
2: Wasn't K uh, strikeout? That's correct.
0: The K was a strikeout.
2: Josh Hader.
0: You got Josh. You got Josh Hader. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you could use him against your brother now, because he had a Raldus yeah. Chapman and everything. You got Josh Hader now, just as good. That's the last one. That's the last one. Yeah. So what do you think? Overall, is a, are those cool? Yeah. You, I got a
2: lot of ones. You said I got a lot of good ones. That's
0: right. Who Who do you think? one well, might be your best one in there?
2: Uh, where is he? Oh, C.J. Wilson, Hank Aaron. Randy Johnson, Josh Hader. I think it's Josh Hader. You think
0: it's yeah. Josh Hader? Yeah. I think that's gonna be your best card. Yeah. I think a lot of people out there listening to this podcast are gonna agree with you, even though some might be say Hank Aaron, but Josh Hader, he's gonna shut Max down, isn't he? Mm-hmm.
2: Kind of looks like a player on my baseball team.
0: He looks like a player on your baseball team. Well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Remy, thank you for opening that pack of cards for us, buddy.
2: You're
0: welcome. All right, say tell tell everybody goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was Remington Holden Collier opening some packs of cards live on the show. That was some pack of cards right there. That out. was an amazing pack of cards. That yes. was cool. I think Remi- that sh- I think that should be a new segment on the show. Remy opens cards.
1: Remy opens cards. I'm, I'm send them cards and letters and the <laughs> thousands of viewers of you out there, the, the millions and millions of people that are out there listening to this. Send your opinion and should Remy open cards?
0: Yeah. And also, hey, old people out there that play baseball games, buy some cards and give them to your kids. There you go. And have them do that. Open these packs of cards on who these guys are. We just learned that an eight year old did not know who Hank Aaron was, and his dad's a baseball nerd. How
1: about that? But he knows who Josh Hader is. He does. He may not know Henry Aaron, but he knows Josh Hader, and that's the best card he got. How about that? That Isn't that something? Yes, it was. That was a
0: good pack of cards.
1: Well, we figured that Max had to roll his Chapman out of his first set. So his brother's got to have somebody to match up to it. And Josh Hader's just the one. Josh Hader's just the guy. All right. So that was Remy opening cards. There you go. Great segue. All
0: right. So we want to talk about some strategy today. Uh, A strategy card, per se. And that is the hit and run.
1: Right. The hit-and-run card can be used in a couple of different ways, and it's a really fun card to use. It's basically putting a runner in motion from first base most of the time, first base. If you use it from other bases, you're probably asking for trouble unless it's a force and it's two outs. But using the hit-and-run card really can make stay out of the double play, which is huge, especially... If the other team has a lot of ground ball guys, yeah, like uh, dead ball pitchers, do you know the dead ball guys put the hit and run on what every inning probably? Oh, at but, least yeah, those guys back in the nineteen and nineteen tens were hitting and running every inning. If you, if you're playing a dead ball team, I mean the real life. No, I'm saying,
0: but if you're okay in real life as well, yes, you're hitting and running, uh, you're basically stealing second every time you get somebody on first base. Because uh, if you if you go back and look at some of those numbers, like when they actually find the caught-stealing numbers, it's a guy steals 36 bases but gets caught
1: 27 times. Exactly. And you had to do that, and you still, if you play small ball today, you've got to do it because a single, single, single may not score a run. It es- won't. Especially if you got a bunch of slow guys running the bases. Yeah. And as hard as they're hitting the ball today – a single doesn't automatically score a guy from second base.
0: That's true, and if you look at the size of players as well, uh, if you go back and look at like they're five foot nine or ten, that weigh one hundred sixty five, hundred seventy five pounds, uh, they're more apt to probably run is the is the name of their game.
1: And then yesterday, Shohei Ohtani hits two triples <laughs> in one game. He had two no homers, but he hit two triples in one game, and he's like six four, six five, and two seventy five. Right, and he hit two. He's flying around the bases. Right. it was so, a beauty. A Think of beauty.
0: So in our game, we have uh, built in the hit and run card that allows you to uh, tr- try to avoid the double play and set yourself up some first some run creation.
1: Right, look at your hit and run cards. If you don't have them out, get one. Look at it here at your at your convention. You'll see the main spaces on the hit and run are F and P. Those are the main spaces on the hit and run. The F, foul ball, spin pitcher, the pitcher, to runner's not running. We're not going to give you two chances to do this function. You're going to get one chance and one chance only. F, spin the pitcher, foul ball, runner holds. But you can't change the defense. So if your first baseman is holding the runner at first and you get a foul ball, spin the pitcher, he is still holding that runner at first base. Therefore, if you get the sink, the ground ball that goes directly to him as some of you saw in my facebook live video the ground ball directly to the first baseman can become a single the other one is the big one is the P. Spin the pitcher this means the runner is now in motion so the runner is running on the pitch what happens if the batter ground ball the runner will advance automatically if the pitcher spins a ground ball the runner will advance automatically remember with a runner on base You do not make an error spin on the ground ball card. Your first spin will be the location spin. With the hit and run, it's basically not necessary to make either of those spins unless the runner is being held on and you have the ball that could go to the first baseman. Okay.
0: All right. Um, You've talked about the F and the P. What other letters also appear on the hit and run card?
1: X. Uh, Runner picked off. Runner is picked. Off. Yes. That's beautiful. And and one of the things that I do with that is give that as a caught stealing to my catcher since I'm not using stats for pitchers, but those of you that do keep pickoff stats for pitchers, mark it down.
0: Okay, here's another question then. Let's do situational stuff here. If I have a runner on first and second, yes, and I try, decide to hit and run, yes, and I spin the X,
1: yes, who is the
0: person that is picked off?
1: States are right in the key. Lead runner is picked off. Okay.
0: So in the same applies for if I, for some reason, with the bases loaded, want to hit and run.
1: Lead runner will be picked off.
0: Okay. So every time you spin the hit and run X, num, letter, excuse me, uh, the lead runner is picked off.
1: The lead runner that's running. If you're at first and third, the runner at third is not running on the hit and run. Okay. Okay. that That's okay. a good situation. But if you're about. at first and second... If, if the guy at first is going, the guy at second better be going. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to get passed and then be out. So, no, the lead runner, when forced, will be picked off. The other is a D.
0: Double play, assumedly. Strike him out,
1: throw him out, double play. Okay. That's a strike out for the pitcher, throw out for the catcher, lead runner. So, if it's first and second, he's out trying to steal third. Runner on first is out trying to steal second. And then the other space that's on there is batter misses pitch.
0: Yes. And so if that happens, let's say I'm hitting and running. There is a runner on first base. I spend, I'm hitting and running, and then the batter misses the pitch. I am forced to steal with the runner on first base, correct?
1: Correct. And your ratings are what they are. If they're holding the runner on, he's down 2A. Or excuse me, yeah, 2A he'll drop a negative 2a if you're holding the runner on.
0: Okay. What about if I spin an h on the stolen bases card? Like if I hold- Very
1: good question. It's in the key of the hit and run. If you spend hold on the stolen bases card, there is no hold. He's running, he's out.
0: Okay, so that turns it that that that's affects the strategy big time on that card. Definitely then. does. And so that's what I want to talk about I think with the hit and run. And what's disc. really
1: nice about that too is that h really comes into play with a left-handed pitcher.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it says lefty pitcher at about a twenty-two degrees on there, and lefty pitcher is either a hold or a or a safe, and if it's a righty pitcher, he's safe. So you get that out. So
0: what you're saying is that we built into the game sub submersively of how to make a left hander hold a base runner on at first
1: base. Correct. That's pretty cool. We did that. Yeah. Yes, we did.
0: And it's not a big deal. And 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 that's the thing about the game is like uh, people will kind of like exaggerate. Uh, different things that people do in the, during the game, such as like, oh man, this guy's like really good at holding on runners, and their run game is going to be slower. But honestly, it's if you look at the real true numbers, it's not that big a deal in regards to the effect of the outcome of the games in general. Right? Not like, at all. Yeah,
1: not at all. It it, it has relatively less than a one percent effect. Right. It's it's negligible. But
0: we did want you do want to put a little bit of it in the game.
1: You do. You want that chance element there. But uh, that basically is how you use the hit and run. And there's one other way to use the hit and run, and that is when there are two outs and you have forces. And we call that hit and run full count. And this is something that I came up with a few years back to try to simulate having a full count. If the offense declares that they are going to hit and run full count, the first baseman will not hold on the runner. He will play behind the runner just as they do in the major leagues. With a full count, the first baseman will usually cross his arms in the air, and that means I'm not holding the runner, I am playing back. So, that takes the ground ball that will go too directly to the first baseman away from being a single. Yeah. However, any result on the hit and run, card that you spin, aside from batter misses pitch, the runner will be running and you spin the pitcher. So if you spin an F, foul ball, spin the pitcher? No, the runner is running. Spin the pitcher. P, spin the pitcher, the runner's running. D, spin the pitcher, the runner's running. X, spin the pitcher, the runner's running.
0: See, this is where I think on a video a tutorial for this if you had that card put up and then did the highlighted section that would be good yeah like that That would be simple talking talking about it like i think some people are going to grasp that but i think with a visual aid it it will be way more
1: and here we go go with the with the super commonsensical thing it's a full count yeah and the batter misses the pitch
0: it's strike three strike
1: three dude (laughs) yeah that's a strikeout for the pitcher and it will be the third out, also, because you can only do hit and run full count with two outs. It is in the rule book.
0: Yeah, only two outs.
1: Yes, that's the only time you can use that. And that's now,
0: good. That's a good because like people could eventually abuse that if you didn't
1: do that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be doing it constantly, but you can't. And you don't full count send a runner from first base with one out because I could get a strike him out, throw him out, double play.
0: Yeah, and. Depends on who you have running at first base. But, and speaking of that, let's talk about strategy for there you the go. hit and run. Right? When
1: would, when are you going to use the hit and run, Gentro?
0: Oh man, you and I, I think have completely different strategical thoughts on how to run the hit and run disc. I very rarely use it, it to my team construction. And like this, to me, this debate or this conversation go, comes down to how have you constructed your team, Right. And you know me with my offenses. I usually go walk, home, run stuff. Like I, I'm i not a big player using the bunt and run strategy very much. I, I like setting up stuff. I don't like spinning too much on strategy discs. I want to minimize that.
1: Whenever you play Bob Mansfield, you better use the hit and run. Because he's using Eddie Joss. He's using Christy Mathewson. He's using Three Finger Brown. He's going old school on you. And those guys with the big G's on their card are going to make you hit, induce double plays. But
0: if I, with my, it depends on my lineup construction. If I'm going against Addy Joss and Ed, well, the big G, let's just call them the big Gs. The, the, big, OG, G's. the big Gs. Dude. The big Gs. Like you play those old school pitchers, and they have like the 50, 60, 70, sometimes 80 degree Gs, which are just insane. That's a, the ball on the ground the entire time. And I'm assuming if you're taking people like that, you're going to take middle infielders. That will turn the double play, get the force out every time, have very few errors, right? There it is. Yeah, like, you have what, to. But what, what I would do, like, I, I think a power lineup works really well against those guys. I'm going to take, I'm still going to take a lineup that draws walks or gets on base and just does the power game. Or I have
1: 300 hitters that can also hit for power as well.
0: I go for home run ball
1: against old school guys. Which I like that too, and I played the game this just this last week, with the rabbits of the 1911 All Stars versus the peak of the steroid era of the 1998 All Stars, which hasn't been released yet. Talking about November anyway, um, and for the first third of the game, the home runs were working, and then the ground balls started working because they ran out of respins. And when the batter is out of a respin and the pitcher spins a G, the ball's on the ground.
0: Okay, well then they're then they're using their re-spins incorrectly.
1: Like I would not waste my
0: respins to on to pile
1: up six runs? No, I would not do that. But that's what they did. No,
0: I I, I would let it spin out because the guys that are gonna have those big G's, like your Addy Josses, your three finger browns, those guys are usually seven S sevens, S eights, and they have three re spins, two re-spins, and the then the insane ones have four. My my job is to just whittle them down on their pitch count, their pip count, to where they get to that seventh or eighth inning, and I figure out how to tire them out. I know it's going to be a struggle, and I'm just going to take what I get from them. And if I get to that late inning game on them, that's my goal. I don't want to beat them early, because if I do, I waste my respin source. And because if 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 they have a good bullpen. Then I want to save my respend for the bullpen. I might just let those S eight plus threes beat me because I, I I don't want to expend the resources in that early of the game.
1: And see, I was thinking, and, and in that all star to see, this was an all star team. Walter Johnson starts the game, and then, and that, it, but that's why I wouldn't hit and
0: run. in and, and steering the conversation. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like uh, going to the hit and run. That's why I would not hit and run in those situations.
1: See, I'm thinking that you got to because they turn in double plays. You got but Walter they strike Johnson, out a lot. They do. But they do. And they and by the way, that 11 team, which doesn't strike out a lot of batters, pulled up over 11 strikeouts in that game against the 98 All-Stars. So that was a pretty pretty good turn right there, whereas the strikeout pitchers of the 98 All-Stars did not do that well striking out the other guys. However, on the hit-and-run, my philosophy of the hit-and-run is I'm using it mainly to stay out of the double play. That's the reason that I use it. And I'll almost always use it with two outs and a runner on first. I want that guy going on my full count because I want him scoring on a double and I want him on third on a single with no throw.
0: And I have, I have the less spins, the better philosophy.
1: And I understand that. I like to spin the game. I know you
0: do. But like when I play, and, and, and people that have played me, hopefully they can attest to this, unless I've just changed up my style and a different type of player. I want the natural results, the best possible natural results, because I think that is harder to change in the game. Right. And so if I'm spinning, if I'm giving you the opportunity to spin a whole bunch, right, I that increases my odds of losing.
1: Right. That's the whole that's why we do this. That's why we built the respins in. But anyway, my philosophy of using the hit and run stay out of the double play. And I'm not going to use the hit and run a lot against. Well, let's see who Remy just opened up. Uh, Randy Johnson. Not a good guy to hit and run against because it's a big-time possibility of a double play.
0: Okay, well, can I introduce another concept then? Yeah. So if I do build a team that is speed-based, I will definitely hit and run more often than I would steal bases on a big K guy. Because you have, like, again, it, it provides me
1: more spins. And if I'm the offense, the more spins, the better. See, I think that if I had the big K guy, I'd probably steal bases more, because I'd hit and run KDP, man. Cause well, you got to remember he's holding so him on. If
0: I have a 45 plus runner on first base,
1: 45 plus okay, down to a 44 and I
0: got Randy Johnson on the Hill. Yes. Okay. Um, and Randy Johnson turns me into a four, four or the defense turns me into a four, four. Correct. And I got a, a, an average hitter up or a batting average hitter up that can, yeah. I know that's going to get a base contact hitter, contact hitter. Uh, I will hit him on a K guy because one, either he's going to strike me out or not. And two, like it gives me a free shot at the stolen bases disc before I spend another disc. So like if I spend the
1: stolen bases disc, I would not want to be able to
0: spend the stolen bases before I spend the hit and run. See,
1: I would I would take that over that because I don't want the double play. And Randy Johnson with that eighty five degree strikeout has a one out of four shot of striking me out, and then they're holding me on, and I'm a forty four now instead of a five. You know, because they're holding me on, I'm down on the A rating, and now my chances of stealing the bases are the same as if I was stealing straight up but I got a shot at a double play now.
0: Yeah, but I, it's less than getting caught stealing bases if you just to tried try to s- decide to steal the base. It's the like, same.
1: No, it's not.
0: Like, if you spend the stolen bases first, because you want to push the runner with the stolen base Well, Oh, because part.
1: of the H. Because right. of the H factor. Right. Yeah, because on the H I hold, and on the H on the hit and run, I'm out.
0: Like, the hit and run gives me a chance not to have to steal a base.
1: Right, and uh, it also gives me that H is about, uh, the H is about the size of two Babe Ruth home runs. No, it's not. Home run and a half. Yeah, with when you take a lefty pitcher and add it on there, yeah, you take the lefty pitcher and add the H onto that. It's about the size of a Babe Ruth and that's a half. Forty degrees. 40 Close degrees. to it. Really? It's big. Yeah, it's okay. good size. It's good size. Yeah. But anyway, um, how how do you use the hit and run out there? I mean, you got to think. When are you going to hit and run? Who are you going to hit and run with? Are you going to hit and run with a guy that's a uh, that's a one one runner? Uh, maybe. Stay out of the double play? I typically don't. But but maybe. I mean, you might. I mean, that's a, that's a way to stay out of the double play. Are you going to hit and run with uh, Ricky Henderson? Are you going to hit and run with a guy that strikes out a lot? You see, those are the questions that you have to answer to use that disc properly. My biggest use of the hit and run card is when there are two outs and a runner on first. I'm going hit and run, full count. And I do that almost all the time. I just love to have that runner in motion. I love it. It, it. I'm going to tell you about twice a game it backfires on me. Yeah, I mean I strike out. That's twice every nine innings. That's two out of that's 22 percent of the time that I use that if I do all nine innings. And it seems like I just get real unlucky to hit that 40 degree K. You know, but hey, it happens. But I just love spinning the cards. So how are you going to use the hit and run? That's up to you. Put it on our Facebook page how you do it. Uh, send it in to us on an email and we'll put you on the podcast next time.
0: All right. So our next section here, we're going to talk about the state of the game going today. Like how are the pennant races showing up? What's going on in the state of baseball? So starting off here, we have, let's just stick with the NL. No, let's go to the ALEs. This is easy. Actually, no, this is not easy. AL West. That's easier. AL West, Houston way ahead of Oakland.
1: Yeah, Houston, Houston's there. And I mean, Seattle. they're almost clinched. Uh the only chance that Oakland, Seattle really have is wild card. Yeah, that's it. Uh going on to the Central, uh, Chicago did clinch. Division and play they're they're there, but they're not home field advantage yet. They have a they have they a snowball's they won't, chance. They won't get
0: it. Yeah. And going to the AL East, man, this is the division here. Like uh we got you
1: got Tampa Bay who clinched. Right. Tampa Bay has clinched the division title, I believe,
0: today. Yeah, And then three teams in the AL East, man. The Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays.
1: All f- battling it out. And the big series comes up right now happening this week with the Yankees and the Red Sox beating each other up. Well, the Yankees
0: just won two games. We're, we're recording this on Sunday, the 26th of September, 2021. Uh, I think the Yankees, as the time of the podcast right now, what we're doing, the Yankees and the Red Sox are playing game three. And the Yankees won the first two. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they're tied at this point. Uh, The Blue Jays did win today. Uh, So whoever loses this game tonight between the Sox and the Yankees is going to be one game ahead of the Blue Jays.
1: And who does
0: the Yankees end the season with? The Yankees have the toughest schedule. They end the season with three games with the Jays. And then three games with the Rays.
1: That's it. And the Rays don't like them. They would like nothing more than to end their season. Yeah. Even though they've clinched. And even though they, like a 99% have home field advantage throughout the AL, they're still going to try to kick the Yankees around.
0: Yeah. And the Red Sox have the Orioles and the Nationals. There it is. And then the Jays have obviously the Yankees. And you know how you
1: beat the Nationals. I've watched this weekend. I watched three, I watched four games with the Reds and the Nationals this weekend. Do you know how you beat the Nationals? It's a simple equation. You hit home runs nope. like every other team? Nope, 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 nope. You walk Juan Soto every time he comes to the plate. No exceptions. You don't ever pitch to Barry Bonds' Juan Soto. This weekend, Juan Soto came in four games. He came to the plate 19 times and was on base 16 times. Oh, my goodness. Seven of those were walks. Four were intentional, which I really think all seven were intentional, but they were unintentional intentionals. You walk Juan Soto, who is leading the major leagues in walks by over 30. He's all they have. (laughs) He's it. But let me tell you, all they have is going to win his second batting crown this year, he is seven, seven or eight points ahead of who's the kid on the Dodgers, Trey, uh, Turner. Trey Turner, and he's like uh, fifteen points ahead of Castellanos. So I'm, and I'm going to tell you what he's the most fun guy to watch bat. If you have not watched Juan Soto bat, this kid is 22 years old. He's a man among boys. This guy is a behemoth. He is a monster. I mean, he makes he his Tim Raines with three inches of height on him. He's that big. And he got up there this weekend and this guy hit two home runs in game two against the Reds to left field. And he's a left-handed batter.
0: Yeah. Juan Soto is the future.
1: Juan Soto's I got, I got some favorite players. Well, he, he's the now, I guess. I've got yeah. some favorite players and Juan Soto was one of them. 22 years old. I, I love this kid. Another one of my favorite players, Aaron Judge. I like Aaron Judge. i got to watch. Got to watch him. My other one of my favorite players is Hurt, and it's so sad because it would really help the AL East team that's on top right now, and that is Ronald Acuna-Juna. I yeah, he's like amazing.
0: Him. I, you know, he's, he's awesome. Well, sticking with the Braves, their first place AL East by two games in the Phillies right now. Is it two now? Two, it's, okay. still, it's two games, so that kind of looks I bet Atlanta is going to squeak out.
1: And they're and they're and the Phillies have an aging 28-year-old Bryce Harper. He's
0: he's <laughs> only 28. He's
1: 28. Wow. Trout's 29. Is that crazy? All these young players, guys. Baseball is alive and well. But
0: the the, the thing about the Braves though, they lost Kuna. However, they have Austin Riley who just stepped right up.
1: And they acquired from the Florida Marlins, Duvall, Duvall, who is leading the National League in RBIs. Chuck Peterson
0: as well. Their outfield's good.
1: They are. They, and Duvall, you don't run on Duvall. He will throw you out. I will also
0: say that the Braves aren't being talked about a lot here.
1: No, they're not. And they have good pitching, great depth, got rid of their bad ones. Freed's pitching well. They're good. The Braves are good. The Phillies are good. That's going to be a race down to the end. The Phillies are okay. The Phillies are good. If Don't they may, count them out, I'm not counting them out, but they're not that. I mean, they're okay, and they're a fun team to watch. They got about four young guys that are under 23.
0: Yeah, no, the the AL East hopefully uh, with the collapse of the New York Mets and geez, that's just been an atrocious.
1: Thing. Yeah, they're done. Mets got eliminated by the way. They're eliminated yesterday. Well, officially eliminated from all of it. They're gone.
0: Man, talk about a sore. Just, and they
1: were in first place in July. Yeah. And they're done. Man. Now let's talk about the West.
0: Well, the West, uh, we got San Francisco and L.A. still duking it they're out. They're both alive. Uh, LA, Padres has been eliminated. L.A. is still two behind... San Fran and, and I think San Fran's going to probably pull that one out.
1: All they do is win.
0: Yeah. They're just they they won't they're not stopping, man. They
1: just keep winning. Those yep. players are all having career years. Yeah.
0: And so the Giants just look so good this year. The Dodgers though, like statistically speaking are equally as good.
1: The best run differential in the game.
0: Right. And then I talk about teams with collapse like the New York Mets, we got the San Diego Padres. They're
1: eliminated yesterday officially from all playoffs they're done so
0: there were okay so atlanta has some games with the padres left i think yes do the padres just fold it or do you think they say no nah, we're going to try to ruin your season with the
1: internal strife that the padres have been having lately i say they fold and i picked them to go to the world series but if you remember back in march i remember they were my pick and they folded up like a cheap suit i am not a fan right now of the padres do you remember who my nl pick was that's who we're going to talk about right now. We're going to get into the National League Central. And what did I say about the Reds? They were going to finish 500. Well, they won today, and they won their 81st ball game today, so they will not be below 500 for the first time in a 162-game season in eight years. I'm excited. Oh,
0: yeah. you sound like it. That's awesome. Hey, as much as I've had to listen to Cincinnati Dennis complain about the Reds for the last four or five weeks— um that's a nice statement. The collapse.
1: They actually have lost nine series in a row. And the whole saying is you don't win in September, you don't play in October. Right. Speaking of winning in September?
0: Well, the Milwaukee Brewers uh won the division. They they solidified their division. Okay.
1: With their win in the Cardinal, did the, the Cardinals they won again today? I think okay, their magic that, number is still one.
0: That's the team we got to talk about now. Is like the Cardinals, they might be not in first place in the NL Central, but they are the best. Clearly, the hottest team in baseball right now.
1: They've won more games in a row than any Cardinals team in history.
0: Yeah, so the fourteen was 15. by the no, the fourteen record was by the thirty one team, or, something like that, right? something in the thirties. But then they they got the fifteenth
1: and they got the sixteenth today. Sixteenth today. Yeah, they, they they have forgotten how to lose.
0: Man, and I think I was going to the numbers. The Cardinals have. Uh, they're 87 and 69 right now. So that is a uh, hundred and what, 56 games. Yes. So they have six games left. Yes. So technically if they won every game from here on to the end of the season in 2021, the Cardinals could end the season with a 21 game winning. Streak. There it is. And here's <laughs> the
1: thing too. And the last team to beat the Cardinals, wouldn't that also beat the record for most consecutive? Uh, wins? I think the record is 20. Yeah. Yes, that'd be amazing. You know who the last team to beat them was? Didn't they lose last? Oh, I sixteen I, games ago. I do
0: not know the Cubs,
1: Cincinnati Reds <laughs> was the last team to beat them. They beat them in game one of the of the series that they played. Had them down in game two, and the Cardinals came back. How Nolan Arenado in the ninth inning. Off of the relievers of the Reds, and that started it. And when they went to the postgame show, I'm watching this on Bally Sports. And when they went to the postgame show, the the Cardinals have an announcer named Roboski. Al Roboski is their color man, and he and he, he the said mad, this: the Mad Hungarian, the Mad Hungarian, and he said this: It looks to me like tonight Nolan Arenado finally got going. And since then, he's over 30 homers, Goldschmidt's over 30 homers, O'Neill's over 30 homers, and the Cardinals pretty much locked up the wild card today. Their magic number's one.
0: Okay, so let's talk about some postseason theoreticals here. Good dog. Let's uh, do it. So let's say the Cardinals meet up with the Dodgers. Who you got? I got the Dodgers. Okay. So if the Dodgers play the Giants in the postseason, who do you got? I got the Dodgers. Okay. So Braves play the Brewers. Who do you got? I got the Brewers. So Brewers play the Dodgers. Who do you
1: got? I got the Dodgers.
0: Wow. So you're Dodgers World Series. Dodgers World Series. Okay. Okay. I think the Cardinals will play the Dodgers. I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Dodgers.
1: Okay. So now you got
0: Cardinals Giants. Okay. I think the Braves lose to the Brewers.
1: Yeah. Brewers over Braves. That's what I said too.
0: Yeah. So Brewers versus Cardinals.
1: NL Central. Wait a minute. You got to have the Cardinals Giants.
0: Oh, the Cardinals beat the Giants. Really? I, I, yeah, I got to beat the Giants.
1: The Giants are 5 and 1 against the Cardinals this year. They are. Yes. I know. And they're going to have to play two, three
0: games in Candlestick. I know. But Cincinnati Dennis, you got to listen. This is the 2020s. We are entering the craziest decade ever known to man. And I think the craziest things are going to happen in the baseball. Like Evan Longoria hit look, five home runs okay, in the playoffs. Look what happened last year in baseball season with the postseason. It was the yes, raised Dodgers. It was a nuts series. This year, like I'm, I'm saying crazy things are going to happen. We're not going to have the traditional best team versus the best team. It ain't going to happen. I'm okay. So I'm going Cardinals over the Giants, even though the Giants are clearly a better team. Well, or or are they? Or are they? Yeah. So the, I, I say the Cardinals and the Brewers meet up in the NLCS.
1: One thing that I was uh, really taken away with, I I love listening to post-game shows, and I listened to a national show just this morning, and one thing that they said was, the thing that's changed the Cardinals over a few years back is their defense is now among the best in baseball, and it all comes down to one guy, Paul Goldschmidt, standing over there at first base, scooping every bad throw that these infielders have made for the last 10 years. Yeah. Paul Goldschmidt is the difference maker, not only as hitting cause he's hitting almost 300 right now.
0: It'd be nice to see him win one too.
1: It would be, but I really hate the Cardinals. I know you do. But yes. I, but you know, I'm going to tell they got you what, a three, four five. That is just, I'm going to really tell you good. what, man, <laughs> if they, if, if they get to play the Giants, I will be rooting for the Cardinals because I really despise the Giants.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. So I got so the Cardinals really. I got the Cardinals going to the show, man. They're going to the series.
1: You're going to take the Cardinals to the National League? I'm going to say I'm
0: going to take the Cardinals over the Brewers. I
1: promise you, well, they got to pray the Brewers starting Tuesday. They got three games with the Brewers Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week.
0: Here's why I think the Cardinals can beat the Brewers. The Brewers have like the worst batting average in the league as a team. Like close to the last. They're a 230 hitting team. They're just not that good. The strength of the Brewers is that starting pitching and the bullpen.
1: They're pitching. Is They're not going to give up the best runs, of any of them. That's right. But the Cardinals in St. Louis in October are magic. Good luck. They're magic. Yes. They always have. They have been. Okay. So we go to the American League. All Let's right. start so at the I'll, American League you West.
0: You want me to start? American League West. American League West. So there would be the Astros versus the White Sox. We're talking about like postseason here, right? Yeah, the okay. way that it is now. Astros, White Sox. Astros, White Sox. I take the Astros. I don't think the White Sox have it.
1: Okay. Okay. And then we go to the other one. I, I, but now, here's, the, here's the thing. They you got your wild card game. I it's like the, the Red Sox-Yankees. Sox, Red Sox-Yankees.
0: American uh, League wild card. Uh, I'm going to say if it's Red Sox versus Yankees. Actually, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I actually think it's going to be the Yankees-Jays. And who
1: you got there? The Jays. I like that prediction. I really hope so. And this is speaking
0: as a Yankee fan, and I I think on a one-game playoff, the Jays won it
1: more. With all those young juniors and, and thirds and those Lourdes Gurriel. The, the, those and the all Yankees
0: that. just rely too much on a one-trick pony. I love the team. I love their chemistry, what they got going, but I, it's just I think they have the wrong components to win it.
1: Okay, but you got Garrett Cole in a one-game playoff.
0: However, he's nearing the end of the season. I think he's tired. He's played he played he's placed a, played against the Jays and the Red Sox a lot, and he's going to have to do that coming out of the gate on the wild card and the entry. Okay, intro so series. you're popping
1: Blue Jays here. I'm popping Blue Jays, man. Okay, so now you got Blue Jays and Rays. Uh take the Rays. Rays own the Blue Jays this year. Yeah. They own them. Okay, so you got the Rays but against the Straws. I think
0: it will be a good series, but I think the Rays would outlast them. So the you got Ra- Rays
1: and Strohs. Rays and Strohs.
0: I'm going Strohs. So you're going to go Stros Cardinals. I am going to Astros Cardinals replay of the 2005
1: playoff. playoff. Yeah, where pooh holes hit the train. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> off that, of those, lights out lid. Those teams have history,
0: and everybody right now hates the Astros and everybody right now is
1: loving the Cardinals. They are. Everybody's so loving the Cardinals. I think that would just, I'm even kind of smiling when they win. You know? But I tend to say it worked. They forgot how to lose. That would be a,
0: such a great series because you got the villains, you got the heroes. But you know what? The Astros are so good that they would make this a legitimate World Series. They would scare down the Cardinals and be like, hey, we're going to beat you two or three games So let's just
1: say they got in against the Rays. Who would you pick there? Cardinals, Rays. Cardinals, Rays. Uh, I'd probably go rays against the
0: cardinals. I think the Rays are I think the Rays are a truck or they're they're a, a stop, they're a speed bump that like you say you can't just run through us. I
1: just think I think the Rays all the way this time. Now in my wild card game, I got Yankees Red Sox and I got the Red Sox losing as usual cuz I really can't stand them. Okay. Okay. Then I got Yankees against Rays and Rays sweep. It's not the rays even close. Sweep the Yankees? The rays will sweep the Yankees. They've done it all year and they'll do it again. Okay. Then you got the West out there with the Twins and the Stros. No,
0: the Astros and the I mean White the Socks, yeah. the
1: Socks, in a three out of five. Man, I'm telling you now, Lance Lynn got lit up last night. I mean, he got lit up like the Fourth of July.
0: I think Rodone is slowing down too. And
1: uh, I I was real high on the White Sox, but man, the the Stros have been there and they've got some things that the White Sox don't have. They've got good defense and they got two guys that are over the top good and that's Altuve and Bregman over the top good that are playing subpar seasons
0: and don't underestimate their pitching
1: no their pitching's really good yeah oh by the way grinke got hurt he's on the IL yeah i saw that he went on today so i'm picking the rays in the series okay i got the rays in the in there and, and and i just think the rays it's their year they've never done anything tampa's actually got people in the stands I think they're going to win it all. All right. So you think
0: Rays versus Dodgers?
1: I think Rays, Dodgers, and the Rays come back and get them from the oh, revenge from last year. Revenge story. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, speaking of revenge stories or postseason stories, moving on. Moving on. We have the Star Power Challenge for October.
1: Right. We've been running all time teams for the last three months right now, and we're going to change things up in October. What are we going to do, Jen?
0: Okay. So instead of releasing all time teams, like we have the past few months, we are releasing the four top four playoff teams for 2021. So the championship series teams, right?
1: Right. The final four,
0: the final four, essentially.
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, here's the deal. Yeah. This is the deal. You pay for these guys in advance by October the 5th, okay? Money in our hands, either PayPal, uh, Zelle, uh, check, money order, cash, whatever you want to do. Pay us $20 for four teams, which is $12 off the normal price. You will get all four teams in your hands a little after the 9th, because we should be able to make them by the 9th or 10th, And they should be one day mail out to you. First class, maybe two days. 20 bucks buys all four teams. You play the World Series. After the World Series is decided which two teams that they'll be, you, our listeners, our folks, play the World Series. Don't care who wins. Don't care who loses. I really don't. I do. But you send us the results that you have, which we will tally. Yeah. And record send us the results and we will send you the award winning teams for 2000 no the award winning players for 2021. Correct. Yes. The, the six award just for them sending the results. Yes. They don't have to get it right. Cool. So they send that's us the results deal. and they get those six cards. I'll mail them out to them. No, no absolutely that, free. That's awesome. So the worst that can happen to you is you pay $20 and you get the four playoff teams And you send in results to us, and you get six cards that are only available over this special offer, which will be the Cy Young winner. Cy Young,
0: MVP's uh, Rookie of the Year. There it is. And
1: Gentry makes these on extremely cool-looking backgrounds, and they are amazing cards to have in your collection. They're lifetime cards, but they're the winners of this year.
0: Yeah, it's just update. It's like the newest updated version of the player. It's good to have.
1: Now, those of you that are listening to the podcast, Gentrovo, the baseball nerd, talked me into doing something that I didn't and originally plan to do. If you pick the winner of the World Series, oh, yeah. you will get that division, the 12-card set of players out of that division. So, example, Gentry's picking the Cardinals to win. If they win, gentry will win the 19, the 2021
0: NL Central. NL
1: Central cards. Yeah. So if you get the team right, and you and there's what do you got a 50-50 chance? I mean, come on. Yeah. If you get it right, we're going to send you 12 more free cards. The person who gets it the most right, that means predicting. Well, this is how the tiebreakers will work. First of all, you got to get the Winning team correct. Second of all, you got to get it in the number of games correct. That's the tiebreaker. If if more than one person gets the tiebreaker, then it will be the order of the games. Okay,
0: and then we can do tiebreakers beyond like, like scores and run differentials. Well, if, that,
1: if that happens after that, then we'll just send you both the, the things. There okay, go. there you go. But what are we going to send them?
0: Uh, is it the entire.
1: Set the entire 2021 new player sets. That's six sets of 12 cards each. And to get this full set,
0: you got to get the winner, the number of games.
1: Well, you got to be the most correct. The most correct. Okay. The most correct. One person's going to win this. One person. Yeah. Is going to win this unless it's, unless they're money down. Okay. So there's where it's at guys. You call the winner. Correct. You're going to win some cards. Yeah. Yeah. You get the most correct and you're going to win 72 cards and, oh, we're not done, and a Star Power Baseball cap. Oh, you're throwing in the hat. I'm throwing in the hat. All right. Throwing my hat in the ring. There you go. And that's the Star Power Baseball Challenge for October 2021. And by the way, we're already getting entries. So guys, you better get it quick. Yep. Better get them in. By the 5th of October, we need prepayment by the 5th of October on $20. And you can contact us at warhammerworld at com. You can contact us by email. You can contact me by phone. You all have my number. You can mail me. You can call me. You can Facebook time us, whatever you want to do. But get entered. Get entered soon.
0: All right. That about does it for today. Um, Thanks to our special guest, Remington, for appearing on the show and uh, opening some packs or a a pack of cards.
1: That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. By the way, those packs... Pretty simple. You get two for five bucks. There you go. And nobody, you're not, you're not. I don't think they'll be having
0: as many good players as those kids. (laughs) Those were
1: were grandchildren packs of cards right there, guys. Now the grandchildren packs of cards, they cost $1 million each pack. So (laughs) if anybody out there wants one of those packs, send me a million. I'll send you that pack.
0: Yeah. All right, so until next time, I am Gentrova the baseball nerd, joined by
1: Cincinnati Dennis. All right, I remember. Um... The spin is in. Yes, the dice are nice, but the spin is in. You got it. See you next time on Star Powercast.